Okay, we are in Sefer Yecheskel, Peret Zion, Pasuk Yudches, Vachagru Sakim Vachisosa Osam Palotzos. And we are in the middle of a depressing, devastating, total preemptive destruction of Eretz Yisrael that the Navi is prophesying. Again, remember, he is in Bavel. This hasn't occurred yet, and he is sending word to Eretz Yisrael what is going to happen. And so we pick it up at Yudches. He had ended yesterday by saying that you will not have the power to resist. Call Hayodayim Tirpeno. Your hands are so weary they can't fight. Your knees are like water. There will be no resistance to Nebuchadnezzar. And now he continues. You will put on sackcloth, which is a sign of, of mourning. Palazzos is terror, um, that the terror will just cover you, and on your face will be total humiliation, and on your heads you will have um, shaved it, your heads completely, again a sign of mourning, and made marks on your body, you know, your skin, uh, defiled your skin, which is a total um, violation of mourning Medioraisa, but you will have done it nonetheless. You are in a state of complete mourning. Moreover, Kaspam, your silver, it's worthless. Throw it in the street. Your gold is just rejected, is repulsive. Why? Because it can't do a thing. It cannot save you. is going to take your souls. It's not going to satisfy your hunger. It's not going to fill your intestines. Keep Because it is just a stumbling block for you. A stumbling block in the sense that all your lives you thought the accumulation of gold and silver would provide you the safety and the comfort. It won't. It's useless. Forget it. Moreover, Utsvi Eidav Ligaon. This means the silver and gold, um, the rather the glory, the uh, beauty of the ornament that the Kaddish Baruch Hu has given you, set for majesty. Tzvi Eidav Ligaon. She could say him that the the uh, parish is clear. You're talking about the base hamikdash that the Kaddish Baruch who gave you this beautiful ornament set for your Majesty. And so, what happened? What did you do? She could say him asubo. You made your abominations and detestable images there. Therefore, I came. Nasati I have made it into a repulsive thing for you. It is no longer your glory and your honor. Instead, I will give it into the hands of strangers, foreigners, lovaz, to plunder. 
to the wicked people of, of the earth for spoils. Uh, and they will profane it. Uh, they will profane it. Continues the Kodesh Baruch Hu with Yechezkel speaking for him. I will hide my face. Where is he going to hide? Mayhem bechilu es sifunai. I will hide it, says the Mephoshim, in the Kaddish Kedoshim. That's where the Kaddish Varfu retreats to his special place at the Aram. Uvava paritzim bechilu. And nonetheless, the wicked will come in and despoil it and profane it. Asei ratik, make chains for yourself because that's what you're going to be led away in. You're going to be led in shackles. Um, so make the change your arts, Molad Mishvat Damim. The land is going to be filled with the justice of your sins, the, the repayment for what you have done. Va'ir Molach Hamas. And the city will be filled with Hamas. Hamas could mean violence. We have seen it in Noah. Noah, before the destruction of the world by the flood, says, by And Rashi determines Hamas is like this penny ante kind of cheating each other. In other words, you're going to steal a pound here, a penny here. That's what the society has become. And say the Mephoshim, no society deserves to exist that wants to be that way. And that's where you will be destroyed. The Hevesi Ro'eh Goyim B'Yoshuas Botehim. I will bring the evil of the foreign nations and they're going to destroy your homes. The Hashpesi Go'on Azim B'Nichalu Mikdashchem. They will profane the places where I have put my spirit, in other words, the temple. the holy places will be just despoiled. So, um, continues the Navi, Kapta means a cutting off, a severing. There will be just a severance of you and the nation from each other. And you will desperately seek help, and there will be no such help forthcoming. Hove al hove tavo, disaster will follow on the heels of disaster. Ushmua al shmua tiyeh, bad news will follow bad news. And uvikshu chazal minavi, you're going to desperately search for a prophecy all of a sudden from a navi. Vesayra tovad me kohen and a kohen that will teach Tyra, but it won't be there. The eitzam zikanim and advice and counsel from zikanim, and then none of it will be there. And before she point out that in reality, there is the chazon of the navi. Yirmiyahu was very alive and well, but the other there is not. Torah, you're not going to get from Kohanim anymore because they were corrupt. Eitzim is Kanim, they were gone. So you have no one to look to. Hamelech Yisabel v'nasi yilbashmama. The king will be in mourning, and the nasi, which could be the king or his advisors, they are will just be 
destruction they were they, they were just confused and the people of the land will be in total consternation for what they have done I will judge them for how they have behaved I will give them their punishment and they will know that I am their Kodesh Baruch let's just begin Periches, just to introduce it. Periches, interestingly enough, now it's a different tempo. It takes us back, as we're going to see, to the uh, Masse Merkava. We're going to get a reprise of certain parts of the Masse Merkava, the incident with the chariot. And we have learned already all the Mephoshim, something it's usher to learn it. You can read it, but don't dorish it. And he's going to bring it back very much, Yechezkel. And if you need a reminder about the restrictions on learning it, Rashi, in the second sentence, says, Mare Simple. You can't interpret. You're not allowed to interpret this Pasuk. So we are back in there. And let's set the time in reference. In the sixth month, we're talking of Yechonyah. Uh, that would be the fifth of Elul. Yechonyah is sitting in his home in Bavel. And you're going to see that in this Nevoah, he is transported, but only through a vision, back to Eretz Yisrael. V'zikne Yehuda Yoshim Lefanai. And the Zikanim, the elders are before me, some say they're counseling him because the Zikne Yehuda, they want to know what's going on back in Bavel. What is going to happen? The truth is, it's six years since they were exiled and it doesn't seem that Nebuchadnezzar is moving towards a, a final resolution. So they're hoping against hope that maybe he's going to abandon this invasion, uh, etc. What is going to happen? Some say that they were just learning Torah together. And the Kaddish Baruch whose hand fell upon me. Interestingly, the Mepharshim, by calculating the dates here, calculate that it was 14 months and if it were 14 months, it could not be mathematically correct that vision that he had of 390 days lying on his side. Some say that was literal, um, that really was, he had to stay on his side for 390 days. Others say it was a chalom. The Rambam says, don't be ridiculous. It is a vision he had. But in either case, if they take it literally, the Mephoshim were quick to show maybe it was a leap year in between, so the mathematics will um, jive, as it were, with each other. But in any case, we've seen that old debate that are these Mephoshim, are these Nebuos, rather, that are they real or are they just 
a vision, a dream that is implanted in him. In other words, is he going to be carried away to Eretz Yisrael? No. Is it a vision, a dream that he believes in? Yes. Um, so therefore, says the Navi, uh, and now he goes again into this Masem Merkava. There's a fiery flame, flame all around, like the color of splendor of gold, we discussed that Hashmal is indefinable. Somehow we've settled on it as a fiery angel, and we see that once again, Yechezkel is confronted with that vision in order to implant him what is going to happen to his co-religionists in Yehuda. So for the time being, let's stop here and we will resume this Masem Merkava number three, because we had it in Perak Hay as well, a reprise of it. Emir Tashem, we will resume tomorrow, 8.45 a.m. I can't.